0: The hits just kept on coming and coming and coming for the Milwaukee Brewers. A five-run sixth inning leads the way in a win over the Minnesota Twins, 7-3. to three. Plus, they take advantage of a little overmanaging done by the Twins. The Twins do the Brewers a favor. We'll have some Garrett Mitchell news, all that. Looking forward to this edition of Locked On Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And who are these guys? These walk Brewers who are now hitting with runners in scoring position, doing it again for a fourth straight game. Brewers take down the Minnesota Twins, the Giant Killers. How about that? They take the three from Texas and now coming back and defeat the uh, American League Central leading Minnesota Twins. All the Twins are just not that good, but still a Major League Baseball team. They're five games over the 500 mark coming in, leading their division, which is the worst division in baseball. We said for a while the Brewers, the NL Central was, but it's indeed the American League Central. Uh, Good to have you along. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Thank you to everybody for our growing audience here on Lockdown Brewers, my first year doing the show. It has been a pleasure, and I love doing shows after games like we saw on Tuesday night, and it was a 7-3 win. You download our podcast on Google, Spotify, Apple, all the major ones are on, and I list them all on my Twitter account, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Go to Lockdown Brewers on YouTube, our growing YouTube channel. Hit the search button. Type in Lockdown Brewers. Then when that pops up, hit the subscribe button. Hit that uh, that little bell there. It's going to alert you every time we drop an episode here on Lockdown Brewers. All you everydayers out there, I know you guys are. I see on Twitter. I see your comments below on YouTube. You follow us along because we're just the final six weeks of the season trying to get this team to the finish line. And the Brewers have opened up now a three-and-a-half game lead in the NL Central over the Cubs who got beat. And they are 12 games over the 500 mark for our first time this year. And for the fourth game in a row, yeah, looking like a baseball team, getting things done. They got down in this game 3 2. Okay. Had the 2 0 lead on a Willie Adamas home run. Came back. We're down 3 2. Wade Miley gave it up. We'll talk about Wade here in just a second. But the Brewers came right back. Now, the old Milwaukee Brewers, the team we saw in, the first part of August, July, June, and everything before that, once you get down, uh, they're, they're good. They're done. So they were down 3-2, heading into the bottom of the sixth inning. And the Twins had Bailey Ober on the hill. And he's a, one of their young pitchers, and it seems like they're trying to limit his innings. Okay? Five innings, two hits, had set down the last eight Brewers in a row. They got him out of there when the going was good. At least they thought it was. And after the game, Rocco Baldelli, the manager of the Twins, said it wasn't in a pitch count. He shows up, Yeah, you know, he pitched okay. He pitched all right. And it's it, he wouldn't, whatever he said, he wasn't going to tell us the truth. But for some reason, classic case of overmanaging, he wanted to get over out of there apparently when the going was good. I don't know if a guy's sat down eight in a row. He's at like 78 pitches over five innings. I'm keeping it out there, especially against the Brewers' bats. You know how they can be. But they made a switch, and they switched pitchers. And that was huge for the Brewers because Dylan Floral came in, and the Brewers began to take batting practice off Dylan Floral. Six hits. The first two hitters reached Contreras. And Santana with base hits, sharp singles, and then the hits just kept on coming. Tyrone Taylor with an RBI single. Mark Canna got down on the count 0-2. Oh, 1-2 two. Two pitch delivered an RBI base hit. A little worm burner, but got the job done. Uh, Mark Canna down on the count, comes through with a base hit. And again, six hits, five runs against Dylan Floral. In the sixth inning. Thank you, Rocco Beldelli. Doing your classic managerial, and it's done by everybody. Over managing. Yeah. I, I don't know what he's thinking there, but man, Ober was a tough customer. He's a good pitcher. And when he left the game, Floral is not a strikeout pitcher. And the Brewers are a strikeout team. Floral is not a strikeout pitcher. And the Brewers just got hit after hit, contact after contact. Some of it's soft contact. And Craig Council, hey, this soft count, count this soft contact was not working last week in L.A. Hasn't worked all season. But it was finding the holes. It wasn't finding anybody last week. Well, you know what? Against the Dodgers, they had some hard contact, okay? Um, but base hits here and there, a couple of bleeders. And, hey, doesn't matter. It's a base hit in the scoring column. I don't care what it is. Base hit in the scoring column, and the Brewers took the the seven three lead. Turned it over the bullpen, and the Brewers B B pull B bullpen. Bryce Wilson quietly putting together a nice win. He's got five wins so far out of that bullpen. A guy, admittedly, I did not like in, and I still don't really in pressure situations. Give him a little bit of a lead, and then I'm okay with Bryce Wilson. All right. That's a, he's. I don't want him in any high-leverage spots, but he's been one of those guys who's a secondary bullpen guy who's been pretty good. Two innings. Miguel pitched in this game, and so did Hobie Milder. So they used two of the three, and, and Milner is either a – he's not really a high-leverage guy. In some cases, he is, but he's also part of the B bullpen of the Milwaukee Brewers. The A bullpen, obviously, Williams, Piamps. Uribe, Piguero, that's your A bullpen. So the B bullpen got used, and the Brewers took the 7-3 lead, and the B bullpen, bullpen, maybe I got to stop saying that, the B bullpen took them to the finish line. How about Santana coming through with an RBI base hit? Now, a mixed bag, I think, on Santana so far. He's hit the six home runs, but his OPS is 218. I feel like Santana's had some big had some big moments for the Milwaukee Brewers so far. Yeah. Am I ready to sign that guy to a 10-year contract and be 47 when we're done with them? No. Okay. Not Julio Franco. But he's a guy who's, I think, yeah, he's got six home runs and a 218 OPS, but I feel like he's come through the eye test, says he's come through with some big eye test home runs. And base hits for the Milwaukee Brewers. So I think Santana has been a good addition to this team so far. He was an upgrade over Rowdy Telez. All right, not one of you out there who could deny that Santana is an upgrade over Rowdy Telez. Adamas, a two run home run, a blast. He knew it was long gone there in the first inning. Hit the home run, and that was really the only blemish on Bailey Ober. By the way, first brewer first brewer to have 3 consecutive 20 home run seasons. I would have guessed Yount would have, but Yount was a, after that 82 season, there was a couple of seasons, there was a season there where he was hurt and he had to move from shortstop to outfield, to center field. And his arm strength just wasn't there. But I would have guessed Robin Yount would have off the top of my head would have had 3 20 home run seasons, but he did move to the outfield. He hit the high of 29 home runs in 1982. And I know he's exceeded more than 20 home runs in some of those years, but he must've done it when he was center field or DHing toward the end of his career. In fact, over at the end of his career, I don't think he hit over 20 home runs. But Willie Adams, first shortstop, three consecutive years, 20 or more home runs, and continue to stack up the positives for Willie Adamas. Uh, Bryce Wilson, I talked about, and I thought the fans were fantastic. 38,000 fans packed it in to fan Field. And I know, yeah, twin fans came down. I, I understand that. But there are a lot of Brewer fans out there. On a Tuesday night, summertime, our last hurrah, last couple of weeks of summer. And, uh, yeah, I thought 38,000 was great. A lot of you Brewer fans out there, too, heard from you guys. Uh, during the game, Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Show is brought to you in part by eBay Motors for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. That's why you need to go to eBay Motors when it comes to your vehicle. Every part fits just right. It, it will do. It will if you follow this process here. The next time you need parts and accessories, head to EB Motors because with eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can make sure every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage, look for the green check to know the part will fit, or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop eBay Motors, over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit the right prices, ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items, only exclusions apply with eBay Motors. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers. Thank you, all you everydayers out there for joining us. I have some of you guys coming up to be at games. Hey, everydayer, Freeman, And I say, rock on, player. Keep it going. Follow us on Google, Spotify, Apple, all the major downloads on there for your podcasts. YouTube, our growing YouTube audience, Locked On Brewers. Search Locked Brewers. Hit the subscribe, hit the like button. You're going to get us every episode right here on Locked On Brewers. And the Brewers and Twins, a 110 start coming up on Wednesday afternoon. It's going to be a hot one out there. We're going to tell you about that as well. But if you're driving around, SiriusXM, the SXM app, search Brewers. You're going to get all 162 of Brewers baseball. My favorite place to watch all sorts of MLB action, Sirius XM. All right, we'll return. We'll talk about, uh, about the roof being open on a 100-degree day. I'll tell you about that. Uh, the, there was a report the, the Brewers were interested in Pete Alonzo at the trading deadline. And Garrett Mitchell is close to a return. All that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Your host, Chuck Freeman. Pete Alonso a report from a report from Ken Rosenthal says the Brewers I don't know why it took till now he just he just tripped over to the news now or or maybe he's just getting the Brewers news just now because you know where the Brewers stand but it is Mets news and Pete Alonso who's an amazing home run hitter I would love Pete Alonso in a Brewers uniform playing Wherever he wants, of course, first base. What a what a heck of an upgrade! I would even i I'd, I'd i'd forget about Carlos Santana, uh, that Rowdy Telez even played here. It might even make me forget about Cecil Cooper, the best first baseman in Brewers history. Um, but Pete Alonzo, apparently the Mets want one of their top five prospects. Anyone not named Jackson Cheerio, because he's a no. You're not going to touch him. I mean, obviously the Mets would want him, but the Brewers weren't going to give him up. I would have given a top five prospect in the Brewers organization for Pete Alonzo. They wanted to start there, Pete Alonzo, and then keep the the talent coming. I would have been good with that. Uh, Alonzo is under contract through next season, 2024, and then he becomes a free agent, but still. And this is what sucks about baseball. And this is what sucks. A, a market like the Brewers has to worry about. Well, we might only have for one year, and then he's going to fly for a major market because there's no salary cap. I hate having to play that game. It just really bothers me, and I only bring it up from time to time. But it really bothers me. We got to think that way. Well, you can't go up to Pete Alonso. because You can only borrow him for a year because after a year he's going to be on the free agent market, and he'll probably resign with the Mets. All right, but Pete Alonso, I thought that was interesting. In a heartbeat. Yeah, I'll take my chances. I'd have him for the rest of the, this year and 2024. Put him in the heart of the order. Pete Alonzo, you want my top prospects and a few other players? I am mean, we're talking with the best home run hitters in baseball. Definitely. And I know y'all you don't, you don't want to give up prospects, but come on. Not Jackson Cheerio wouldn't give up, but some of these other guys. Jackson Churio straight up, though, for Alonzo? Hey, there's no sure thing with these prospects. Just remember that. Not saying I want to trade Jackson Cheerio, but we're talking Pete Alonzo here. The roof is going to be open at AmFam Field for those of you who are heading out to the game and wondering why they're closing the roof. You close the roof, it's going to be 150 degrees in there. No, the roof is going to be open. And I don't need to tell you, you know, the clear water, clear bottles are going to be allowed in AmFam Field. Don't take the cap off and drink a a sip, and then put the cap back on because they're not going to allow you to take that water in. Keep that cap fastened, okay? And bring it into the ballpark. You're good with doing that. But like water bottles and all that, they're not going to allow that. But if the cap is sealed, you're good. A clear bottle. Um, uh, it's gonna be a hundred. It's gonna be a warm day out there. Obviously, one of the warmest days in recent memory at AmFam Field. It's supposed to get 100 degrees. Our, our warmest day of the year, the summer's almost over. So uh, take it easy out there. The Brewers now 69 and 57, 12 games over, three and a half game lead on the New York Mets. I still love that. 38,000. 38,000 out there. Packing them in for the Brewers and Twins. All right. We're coming right back to Lockdown Brewers and tell you about tomorrow's game. Tell you about why Sal Freelick did not play for a second game in a row, okay? And Garrett Mitchell is on the mend. Do you bring him back this year? And we'll go to Wednesday's starting pitchers and talk about the wrap-up series of the Twins. All that's coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Your host, Chuck Freeman. Thank you, all your everydayers, for joining us here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Brewers and twins wrap it up at 110, as I mentioned, warm, sunny day, 110 on Sirius XM, the X- Sirius XM app. Search Brewers. You're going to get all 162 of Brewers baseball. Aaron Ashby and Garrett Mitchell are on the mend. I would say this. I would not pitch Aaron Ashby this year. Both are coming off labrum surgeries. Ashby had his in April, and Mitchell had his in May. I would not use Aaron Ashby at all the rest of the season. You have plenty of pitching. You, you don't need to bring him back. You're coming back from labrum surgery. This should be a one-year thing. I would I would not use him. Uh, I'd let him keep his rehab going, give him the whole offseason, and start anew next spring training. With a pitcher, I would not use Aaron Ashby at all this season. Not at all. Mm-mm. Not at all. He wants to pitch. He wants to be a part of this pennant race. No, no. Do not pitch him. Do not pitch him. He's You got some money tied up in him. Don't pitch Aaron Ashby at all at the major league level. Garrett Mitchell. He wants to come back. Now, the chances of either one of these guys playing this year are remote. Mitchell, he he would need some minor league development probably he was talking like toward the end of september when you know he he wants to get some some rehab done at nashville before they close up shop there in a few weeks um i would say still the only thing i'd use garrett mitchell for is pinch running i would not take a chance with him I definitely wouldn't with Ashby. I would use Mitchell, but you don't want him head for, you know, sliding is where he hurt his shoulder to begin with. You'd have to worry about that. You wouldn't want to have him jam his shoulder at all. But I would consider using him as a pinch runner. Okay. But again, it's remote whether or not he is going to be with this team I mean, it's amazing at all that we're talking about labrum surgeries, and these two on the men that they're talking about playing yet this year, when they've had that surgery earlier this season. Normally, boy, in the old days, you had the labrum surgery. Sometimes players would never come back, but they would miss this season and possibly be like a two-year thing. You'd miss the next season, most likely, or maybe miss half of the season. Some players like Labor Larry Heisel. Larry Heisler never returned. Um, But now, of course, with surgery the way it is, modern technologies, labrum surgeries, man, coming back during the same season. That's crazy. Sal Freelich, hamstring injury, missed another start. Canna played DH. Weimer played center field. Tyrone Taylor, right field. Tyrone Taylor had a big base knock and continues to hit for this team. Tyrone Tater ha- had a big knock and he played right field. So Freelick, I'm not going to say that they don't need Freelick. He's batting 250, but he's come up with some big hits. The eye test is bigger than that, 250. And uh yeah, I'm let him return. He's got the hammy injury, and let him take as much time as he needs from that hamstring injury. All right. The wrap-up coming up on Wednesday afternoon. Corbin Burns coming off seven innings of two-hit baseball against the L.A. Dodgers. And, of course, the Brewers lost that game. Lost that game uh, in L.A. Corbin Burns, seven innings, to his. He's pitching like a Cy Young right now. He is. Dating back to early July, he was the pitcher of the month in the National League in July. Corbin Burns is on a roll. Kenta Meda is on the mound for... The twins, speaking about a guy coming back from Tommy John surgery, he had been pitching really well. And prior to his last start, his last start, he got roughed up a little bit. Things kind of went south for him in his last start. But his prior three, he had three quality starts. Maeda's obviously former Dodger, but had the Tommy John. He's three and seven. A 4.13 ERA cost him his entire 22, uh, 2022 season, that uh, that surgery. But Maeda looks to be on the men. Get another surgery where you would think that you know this would be a two-year thing, but guys are coming back quicker, and guys are on the men, and they're getting back to normal velo with that Tommy John surgery. All right, big win for the Brewers. Four in a row now. Just think, a week from now, a week ago, Brewers were in L.A. against the Dodgers, and things weren't looking well. They played the Dodgers, and they had a horrible series. A week ago, we were talking about a game, one loss to L.A., and they lose two more, but they turn it around in Texas, and they take the opener. Can they sweep the Minnesota Twins with Burns on the hill? You got Burns pitching, got the day off Thursday, Friday got San Diego for a first of three. And we'll see what the Padres' effort level is at this point, as they are six or seven games out of the wild card spot. Uh, How about that news, though, with Pete Alonso? Mets one of the top five prospect. Apparently, Matt Arnold checked in, but he did not pull the trigger. He did not pull it. Apparently the Mets, I wonder what else they wanted besides that top five prospect. Maybe a few of their veterans. I don't know. I don't look at any of the veterans as untradeable. The rookies? Well, the, rook, the top five guy, you're, you were only going to give up one of those top five guys, not including Cheerio, and, and those top five guys other than Tyler Black are on this team. I wouldn't have given up two. Now, if there was a salary cap in baseball, I would might have given up two of those prospects for Pete Alonzo. That's how, how much I love this guy. Pete Alonzo is going to come in and hit 50 dingers for you at Amfam Field. Are you kidding me? They'd be doing build they'd have to have another bill run through the Senate, in addition to this repair bill that they want to have run through. This financing just for the damage that Pete Alonso would do to the right field porch out there. Yeah, I'd have Pete, Pete Alonso. I'd have no, there's a salary cap in baseball and the Brewers could resign him. No problem giving up two prospects for Pete Alonso. Absolutely. But it would look because of the the horrible situation baseball is in, it would probably be a rental free agent 2025. All right. That's going to do it for the show today. Thank you, everybody. All you everydayers out there following us on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, Google, Spotify, Apple. All the downloads, we are there on the platforms. They list all the major ones. And there's some minor ones as well. Go to Chuck Freeman on Twitter. Check Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. And of course, on our YouTube page, go to Lockdown Brewers on the search, hit the subscribe button, hit that little bell. It's going to alert you every time we drop an episode here on Locked On Brewers. Hey, everybody. If you're going to go out for the game again Wednesday, you don't need me to tell you that, man, if you're getting warm, there's going to be some cooling stations, from what I understand, on one of the levels there. If you're in the club section, that's the best place to be. There's already a cooling station. You go back there, and that's what I like about that, in the summertime on those Sunday afternoon games, you can cool off a little bit if it gets too warm. But by all means, Hey, you're feeling a little dizzy or whatever. It's not worth it. Take your time out there. You know, take your time out there. It's going to be 100-degree days, especially the older people up there. You know, we need to make it through that game safe more than anything. Hopefully a Brewer win as well. But safety counts. Safety is the most important part of going to that 100-degree day coming up on, on Wednesday afternoon at Anfam Field. It's gonna do it for me. I'm Chuck Freeman. Thank you, everybody, for joining me. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team. Every day. See you around, end everybody.